You are listening to the Alaska Sports Talk Podcast, sponsored by Roger Briley and Associates, Partouche Plumbing and Heating, Guido's, The Bike Shop, Alaska Sausage and Seafood, and the Alaska Club. Now, here are your hosts of AST, Keaton Homer and Isaiah Bremer. Welcome to the Alaska Sports Talk Podcast. This is Isaiah Vreeman with an instant reaction of tonight's action, or of actually all of today's action. We had three tournaments that started today with a fourth one, Mountain City uh, tournament starting tomorrow at uh, Mountain City Christian Academy in Anchorage. But we had three tournaments that started today. The Clark Cochran Christmas Classic in Ketchikan. Try and say that four times fast. Good luck. Then we also had the Capital City Classic starting in Juneau. And then we also had the Joe Floyd Basketball Tournament that started in Kodiak. So we have results from today. I had, uh, if you saw the Instagram post a few hours ago, I had three screens going up with different games going on and waiting for one game to start. So let's get into the action today quickly. Want to give you everybody an update of kind of where we're at. So we're going to breeze through some of these things. But then I really watched some games and took some a lot of notes on some particular games that caught my eye from the course of the day. And here are my notes here. Uh, the Joe Floyd tournament. We'll start with that. That is the Joe Floyd basketball tournament that's in Kodiak that started today. We had Sitka is there. Thunder Mountain girls are there. The Hutch boys are there. Obviously, the Kodiak Bears are there, and then we also had the Lumen Christi Archangels from Anchorage that are there as well. So, started off today with Sitka and Thunder Mountain Girls. Thunder Mountain Girls ended up winning that by a, a large score, and then uh, the Sitka Boys played the Hutch Boys, and Sitka Boys ended up winning that by a pretty large margin on that. Uh, we will have scores posted and things like that on ASAA 365 dot com as well as max preps but i know um we're going to try and post some of these schedules and brackets so you can kind of see where where things are at and again you can always look at uh ASAA 365 for some results as well so joe floyd basketball tournament that was today wednesday the december 27th thunder mountain girls won sitka boys won and then both the kodiak boys and girls won over lumen Christie tonight lumen Christie girls the 1a uh, state champs last year. They actually hung with Kodiak for quite a while, and uh, I thought uh, they they ended up finishing up. Let's see. Let me find that score. It was 51-42. Lumen Girls ended up uh, losing that one. Kodiak coming out victorious for the girls. It was an interesting game towards the end of the fourth quarter there. Lumen Christie had some opportunities. It was about a four-point game, but a few turnovers, costly turnovers, and Kodiak was able to take the lead. Also, Kodiak Lumen Christie boys, that was a 59-39 result. Uh, the Kodiak boys ended up uh, beating Lumen Christie in their home opener for the Joe Floyd Classic Tournament in Kodiak. Tomorrow's action will have, it's a scheduled tournament, so tomorrow's action will have Lumen Christie versus Sitka for the boys and girls starting at 1145 on Thursday, December 28th. And then we'll have Kodiak girls play Thunder Mountain girls at 4.15. And then at 6 o'clock, we'll have the Kodiak boys play the Hutch boys. So that will round out action tomorrow. Let's move on to the Capital City Classic. 
in Juneau. There was a little bit of a problem with Eagle River getting into town on Wednesday night before their game. So there was a little bit of a change to the schedule. I got that schedule, and it's posted for uh, the Capital City Classic, the revised one, on ASAA365.com as well as ASAA.org. And you can also see links to it on the Alaska Sports Talk Instagram and Facebook pages as well. So we had three games for the Capital City Classic today instead of four. Haynes played Albuquerque, and Albuquerque ended up winning that for the girls. And then East Anchorage, Betty Davis East Anchorage, played the Juno Douglas girls at 5 o'clock tonight. And the Juno Douglas girls ended up winning that by a, a score of, let me look here, 56 to 14. So they, they took control of that one early and basically had the game in hand most of the night. And then... We had a very interesting game there for a while. I took some notes on this one. Auburn Mountain View played the Juno Douglas boys. And at the end of the first quarter, it was 15 to 8. Arbor, or Auburn Mountain View, you can tell that they had played some games before, before coming to this tournament. They're, they're a little ways into their season already. So they had had some games, and they had been playing together for a little while. You could kind of tell. And then they've got... They played man-to-man. -man. They were good on rebounding. They were pretty quick. Juno, I, I would say that number three for Juno and number 11 had a pretty solid connection there towards the, towards the game. Um, let's see. In the second quarter, though, I, I will say that number three for Juno, and apologies, I don't have rosters for any of these teams quite yet, but uh, J three for Juno, I just have a, a note here written down. He's a little dangerous if you try to double him. I noticed our Auburn was trying to double team him a few times, but he was really patient with it. He would dribble to get the double team, then he could dribble backwards a little bit and find the open man because when two are guarding you, that means one is open. So he was I, I was pretty impressed. That's really the first time I had remember seeing him play and I, I wrote some pretty notes on there. He can he can back up and find people. But where Auburn ended up taking this game over was in the second quarter. They ended up doing, when as soon as the second quarter started, they were on an 18-2 to two run that pretty much took up most of the second quarter, and then the, they ended up finishing with 21 points in the second quarter to Juno's four. So the halftime score ended up being 36-12, to 12, and then Auburn Mountain View basically kind of held serve, and Juno tried to rally a little bit there in the third quarter, but they had just kind of built up such a lead. It ended up at 63-32 Auburn Mountain View beat Juno in the Capital City Classic. Again, tomorrow's games, we have Albuquerque versus Betty Davis East girls. Then we have Albuquerque versus Auburn Mountain View boys. That should be an entertaining game to watch. Then we have Juno Douglas girls and Haynes girls facing off at five. Then the Juno Douglas Crimson Bears against the Eagle River boys at seven. And again, all those games for the Capital City Classic are streamed on the NFHS network, as well as all the Kodiak, uh, the Joe Floyd games in Kodiak are all streamed on the NFHS network. Forgot to mention that. So that's how I was watching a lot of those games. So definitely want to keep up on those. Check those out. You can find them on the NFHS network. I think it's 11, 
$11.99 or $10.99. Actually, I think it's $11.99 for a subscription right now. But you get that for a whole month, so you'll be able to watch a lot of tournament games over the next month, as well as some just regular season contests throughout the state. So I highly suggest getting that for the basketball season. It is quite a good deal. All right, we're going to move over to the Clark Cochran Christmas Classic. If you listen to our previous podcast that was released on December 27th, we talked to the uh, Kelly Smith as well as Eric Stockhausen, the Ketchikan coaches, head coaches, and just kind of talked about the, the girls' bracket and the boys' bracket and how stacked this tournament really, really is. And it is, it is a stacked tournament. So the first game we had, uh, let's see, we had, looking at this, I apologize, it's hard to keep all these games straight. We had the Monroe girls playing the Bartlett girls at 9.30 on Wednesday morning, the 27th, and Monroe ended up winning that 43-21. to And then we had the Metlakatla girls play the Grace Christian girls, Grace Christian is the 3A state champion for the girls from last year, and Metlakatla girls are a strong contender always in the 2A. Grace Christian girls ended up winning 56-37. It's really tough to play Grace Christian girls. Some of those girls have been together since they were 6th, 7th grade. It's just really tough to play against them. They, they know each other well. They've played a lot of basketball together, and they're, they're just a stacked team. They're returning a lot of their girls. A lot of them last year when they won were – sophomores and freshmen so they're going to be they're going to be strong for a little while then we had palmer girls playing the crook county cow girls say that one five times fast as well palmer ended up winning that 39 33 it was a close game for a while palmer had taken a lead in the first half and then you know crook county had kind of crawled their way back into it cut it to about a five-point lead and then palmer ended up taking it over there towards the end then in the nightcap for the girls, the Bethel girls played the Ketchikan girls. And if you heard the podcast a few weeks back with Regina Lieb, the girls coach for Bethel, you know, she had talked about how her girls were pretty young and, you know, teaching them the fundamentals of basketball. Well, Ketchikan has some girls that know basketball pretty well. And they were, and you could tell, you could tell. Uh, Bethel ended or Ketchikan ended up winning that 53-23, and uh, Bree Johnson for Ketchikan number 22. I- I'll tell you what, I know Coach Smith was talking about it in that previous podcast. When Bree Johnson plays and she's you know on top of her game, I that Ketchikan team is going to be really really tough to beat. In the first nine minutes of the game, she had six assists and six rebounds, one block and one steal in the first nine minutes of the game. First nine minutes of the game. Then in the second quarter, she started scoring more points. I don't know what her final stat line finished up, but it would not surprise me if she had a triple-double at all. She was, she was all over the place. It was really impressive to watch. Bree Johnson, number 22 for Ketchikan. She was... She was definitely the best player on the floor when she was out there. She she stood out, number 22. So definitely going to keep an eye on her for 
tomorrow's matchup. So the girls bracket for the semifinals tomorrow, starting at four o'clock on Thursday, is Monroe Catholic versus Grace Christian at four o'clock on the 28th. And then Palmer versus the host Ketchikan at seven o'clock on the 28th. So those two semifinal games are gonna be pretty, pretty intense. Those are gonna be fun to watch. So, and again, these games, all the Clark Cochran Christmas classics games, they are, if you go to the Ketchikan High School webpage, if you go there on the right-hand side of the, the webpage, you're gonna see a little link that says live streaming. Click that and that'll take you to all the different games. You can watch some recorded games from today's action, Wednesday's action, and you can watch all the games live as well. They do a really nice production there, pretty impressed. So definitely check that out and it's free as well. So that is the girls bracket. Now we will move to the boys bracket and there were some very interesting games. When we first previewed this Clark Cochran Christmas classic, there were, all of the games were very interesting, but two really stood out to me in particular. Monroe Catholic versus the Thunder Mountain team out of the Southeast. That game started at 11 o'clock on Wednesday. To, and I'll tell you what, that game went into overtime. We'll pick it up in the fourth quarter. It was 42-42. And again, I'm just going to kind of reading my notes here. This is an instant reaction podcast, so it's not as super polished as our other podcasts are. But again, I want to get this information out to you guys. 523 left in the fourth quarter. Monroe is up four with the ball. Thunder Mountain and Monroe are playing man-to-man. It was kind of a back-and-forth affair the whole game. And again, 46 all with about 450 left. Then Thunder Mountain is up two with two with four minutes left. And then it started getting a little crazy. Thunder Mountain, Cortez, and Baxter were just Thunder Mountain, Cortez, and Baxter were trading baskets back and forth. I mean, it was just, it was, it was something. It really was something. Thunder Mountain number 14. Lockard, he had a rebound and a, and a three with 229 left. So Thunder Mountain's up now five with 53-48 with 229 left. So Thunder Mountain's up five, setting the scene for you. But Thunder Mountain ends up turning the ball over, and that's, that's the main theme that I saw throughout all these games over the course of today was turnovers. Turnovers were up. Now, that has a lot to do with the fact that this is the beginning part of the season. Teams really haven't played very many games yet, so unless you've played together a long time, like the Grace Christian girls, per, per, per se, there's just there's there's going to be turnovers. So turnovers, just some bad passes out of bounds, not not seeing the floor right. So Thunder Mountain had turnovers. Monroe cuts the lead to just. To, to they're only behind one with one minute left. Okay, Baxter from Thunder Mountain hits two free throws with 57 seconds left after a Monroe foul. Then number four McCullough from Monroe hits a three to tie it up with 20 seconds left. McCullough number four from Monroe hits a three with 20 seconds left to tie it up. Then nine seconds left. 
Baxter for Thunder Mountain loses control of the ball out of bounds, and with four seconds left, now Monroe has a chance to win the game. So four seconds left, ball's on the under the basket on the Thunder Mountain side, so Monroe's got to go the length of the floor. Four seconds left in the fourth quarter. Monroe misses the three, goes to OT. OT, we end up having, it's, there is a lot of things going back and forth. We'll pick it up with about a minute 30 left. Monroe's number four, McCullough, had 25 points in the, the middle of the, the overtime period. 151, excuse me, 130 left. Baxter hits the three. Monroe takes the lead with a rebound and put back. Then McCullough holds, McCullough hold Baxter's shot two fouls, basically fouls Baxter, shoots two with 51 left. Baxter has basically gone at this point, he's been eight for eight on free throws. So now the score is 60 59 Thunder Mountain. So Thunder Mountain with uh, looks like 51 seconds left. Thunder Mountain's up 60 to 59. Cortez hits a two with a layup to go up 60 to 59. Baxter fouled by Monroe. He hits both his free throws, so now he's 10 for 10, and it's 62-61 now. Cortez misses a three at the buzzer, and Thunder Mountain ends up winning 62-61. It was a wild game. It was a wild game. My little rundown on here does not do it justice. It was a wild end of the game. So that was the Monroe-Thunder Mountain game. That one went to overtime. Then the next game, you had West Anchorage versus Metlakatla. West Anchorage took control of this game fairly early. It was 21-6 at the end of the first, and then it was 53-19 at the half. The game finished up 75-29. to Metlakatla just turned the ball over too many times, and when they turned the ball over too many times against the West Anchorage team, they liked to run and gun, and they ended up making Metlakatla pay for those turnovers. The West Press was giving Metlakatla some major problems. They were doing kind of a 2-2-1 press, and then they were also doing the five-man full court, picking them up full court. They didn't have to trap too much. They just got – they were really on their man. They played really good defense, and Metlakatla struggled with that there for a while. So that is the West Anchorage-Metlakatla game. Then we had Service Grace. This is another one that I had circled. Grace, the 3A defending state champ champions from 2023 now they've graduated a lot of players one player uh kellen jekylica jekylica kellen jekylica number 25 for grace he was a junior last year he's a senior this year um he's already signed to a division two school i can't remember which one that is but he is really really good and he was by far grace's best player they're they're a young team besides him Looking at this, service ended up winning 72-38, to 38, but the score does not do it a little bit of justice. It was tight. It was 26-31 at half. What ended up happening is, is at the end of, once the second half started, service really started to take control. Grace only scored six points in the third quarter 
to service is 17. And then in the fourth quarter, Gray scored only six points and service scored 24. That's where the real difference in the game was, is in the second half. They just, Gray started to run out of steam. They started turning the ball over more. Service picked up the pressure. And service's starts, shots started falling. And some of Grace's shots did not fall. So that was a, that was a big part of the game. Uh, Kellen had a had a pretty good game. I don't again know what his finished what his finished stat line was, but uh, if he's not on the floor, uh, I'd, Grace I'm, I don't think scores thirty eight points at all. They they might have been closer to twenty five. I mean, he really he kind of really makes that thing go. There's times where he's not naturally a point guard, but he brought the ball up a few times, and I know he did that last year as well a little bit too. But this. He's going to have to do that a lot more, I think, this year, just taking the ball up until some of his teammates get more comfortable taking the ball up because not a lot of them got a lot of varsity playing time last year. So it's going to take them a little bit of time. But by the end of the season, I fully expect them to make some serious noise at the 3A level. So those are those two games. And then the nightcap, uh, Bethel versus Ketchikan for the boys. This one was pretty interesting. Bethel was running some full-press man. They were doing kind of a 1-2-1-1 one, one, one at times. It looked like more of a diamond. Again, I don't know what the coach is teaching them, just kind of looking at the tape. That's what I'm seeing. It also kind of morphed into a 2-1. Two, two, Ketchikan, I thought, did some interesting things in that first quarter. They ran a 1-3-1, one, one, and they had some serious size over Bethel. And... Uh, Bethel stayed in it for a while with some threes. But over the course of the game, Ketchikan was just too big. Bethel, when they started missing some of those threes, Ketchikan then turned it into some uh, points and some quick action points off of those longer rebounds. So Ketchikan ended up winning 80-55 to 55 in the Clark Cochran Christmas Classic nightcap. That's why this podcast is going out a little late. That game finished at about... 10 o'clock, so that's why we are taping this a little bit later. So for tomorrow, for Thursday's games, we have the semifinals for the Clark Cochran Christmas Classic for the boys is Thunder Mountain and West at 5.30, and then Service Ketchikan at 8.30 on Thursday. Those two games are going to be must-watch. Again, if you want to watch these games, if you're not in Ketchikan, I would highly suggest watching them go to the Ketchikan High School webpage. On the right-hand side, you'll see a little link that says live streaming, live web streaming. Click that, and that'll take you right to where you need to go to watch some of those games. So those games, Thunder Mountain, West Anchorage at 530, Service versus Ketchikan at 830. And those are going to be some really great games, really great games. Again, I'd like to thank our sponsors making this possible, uh, Roger Briley and Associates, the Bike Shop, Guido's, Partouche Plumbing, the Alaska Club, and Alaska Seafood and Sausage. Thank you to our sponsors for making this being making this a possibility and getting us be allowing us to be able to get this information to you guys through this podcast and through some of our social media posts. I hope you really enjoy it. This is Isaiah Vreeman. Again, instant reaction podcast to these three tournaments that started today and then tomorrow. The Mountain City Invitational for the boys and girls will start as well, so we'll have some summary of those things that are happening then.
So, for Isaiah Raymond, Alaska Sports Talk Podcast, good night.